1: Earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the MyMaccas app. Value means more at Maccas. Welcome to
2: the Maccas Run. Uh, yes, indeed. A very good evening to you and welcome to the Maccas Run on this Tuesday evening, the 23rd of May 2023. I hope you had as good a day as you possibly can, however you've been putting it in, wherever you've been putting it in. It's wonderful to have your company now on the Macca's run. We do it all for the quarter pounder, a classic for the reason, a classic for a reason. And I'm sure there is the reason for you, but a reason for a whole lot of us. Uh, 1-300-736-736. The Harcourt Open line is always exactly that open to, for you to have your say on the news of the day. And there is some pretty big stuff uh, getting around. I'm thinking of you, especially if you're a Tigers fan or just a footy fan in general uh, and and have been feeling Uh, the events of today with Damian Hardwick. You can give us a call, one 736 736 For all things real estate, speak to Harcourts. For all things sport, speak to me. For your move, your Harcourts. The Temper text line is open and is firing. The all-new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper, a mattress like no other. So it's been a day of sadness, but also celebration all across SEN today. It's been riveting listening as the phone lines have been filled with you wanting to give your love, as Dwayne said often today, to Damien Hardwick, uh, the Richmond coach, who after Tom Morris broke the story last night, sensational piece of journalism from Tom Morris, uh, that Damien Hardwick was going to be standing down as Richmond coach. Officially, he did so today in maybe the best coach's presser I think I've ever seen. Uh, Myself and the beautiful Evie and even Charlie, we watched that at home and, and were just riveted, uh, and moved watching Damien Hardwick speak with clearly a, a massive weight lifted off his shoulders. He got us all a little emotional today, did Damien Hardwick. And, and we got to see what those at Richmond, and especially his players, have always gotten to see. And, and that's someone who genuinely loves not just the game, but the club and, and the people. And he spoke about that often. And he spoke about his love for the players too, which shone through above all else for me. And And he had that love... Above all else, including above himself, which is why he's he's made the decision as he has. And it's clear to see now why he was able to have the success with this group of players and with this group of people at this club that he and they did. He steps away as one of the greatest coaches of the modern era. Simple as that. He's only the second three-time premiership coach in the 18-team era. Um, it's never been harder to win a premiership than it is right now with 18 teams in the competition. And he has three. Uh, he's as significant a figure in the history of the Richmond footy club as any, and he takes his place now rightly alongside Tom Hafey in that respect. Um, Maddie Nixon, Craig McRae spoke about him as a game changer uh, on AFL 360 last night, and he was. He developed the style of play that everyone has since tried to mimic and then tried to expand on and put their touch on. But at the core of it is the footy that Richmond Um, played to win those three premierships. And he did what his great mate Clarko did before him, and that is changed the way that everybody else is playing the game. He's one of the key reasons why we're enjoying the entertainment era of footy we are now, and we value things like relentless pressure, forward 50 pressure, tackles inside 50, scores from turnover, chaos footy, speed on the ball. He's had as big an influence as any coach on how footy is played today. And it was fascinating hearing Daniel Hoyne, uh, from Champion Data speak to Kane and, and Jared earlier today and say that you know I'm paraphrasing here but saying that no coach or club has had a bigger influence on how the game is analysed from Champion Data no one has changed their role more than Damien Hardwick has so there's an old saying in sport that you want to leave the game in a better place than you've found it so he's done that for this club and, and, and for the game so 307 games in 13 and a half seasons and it wasn't just about the on-field success either, success either. Um under Hardwick, they were the pioneers of mindfulness and mental well-being being just as important as the physical, and that's across all clubs now. And maybe he might not have been the first to do it, but the manner in which they did it and the extent to which they did it I think is probably unrivaled or was unrivaled at the time. Uh, they continue to be the example of what happens when you back in a coach and you stay the course, have faith in your people, and hope that they will reward you. And And they could have done what a lot of weaker wheeled clubs have done time and time again in modern football and they could have sacked him after a six win second season. How many coaches do we see sacked after a bad second season? Uh, he's got two of them coaching with him as an assistant coach right now. Ironically, uh, he lost nine games in a row in his first season. Only eight wins in the third. Didn't make finals until his fifth year. And when they did, they lost badly and sometimes embarrassingly. So eight wins in 2016, that could have been the end of it. And for some of it, it should have been there, but it wasn't because they backed in their man. They showed faith, Peggy O'Neill, Brendan Gale, And in the end, that drought breaker in 2017 was followed up with premierships in 19 and 20. He did what one caller today said, and I love the caller that called in. I didn't get to write down their name, but I loved this call that said he made us relevant again and he made us respected again. That is the greatest piece of praise I think I heard, and I reckon every Richmond fan was echoing that. But that's enough from me. Let's hear from the man himself today explaining his decision.
1: The game itself is in great shape. It's so even, it's so challenging and I think that's the way we want it to be and it just all became a little bit too much for me. It was one of those ones where I, I sort of made the decision that I wasn't going to be the coach of Richmond next year. Um, I made the fatal mistake of watching the last dance, I think, on, on Fox, it was at some stage and thought way it may have been, but once I decided that that Part of the equation started to, to slip away. Then I started to question myself and about what you know it was like to coach Richmond. And as soon as I started asking the question more, I started to understand what the answer was going to be. So the best thing um, for myself was was to step aside. If I couldn't give a hundred percent, there was no way I was going to coach this footy club. It gives the club the, the greatest opportunity to find the next coach. And I wish Andrew and the assistants all the all the very best. Um, but if I couldn't give this playing group, this club, these people beside me the very best of Damien Harbick, I wasn't prepared to, to see it out. So it was a tough decision, but one I was internally uh, grateful for. So from the bottom of my heart, boys, I, I wish you all the very best. I'm going to miss you. Um, as always, I love you to death and all the people that have supported me and been a part of my journey. I thank you. Uh, I applaud you and I wish you all the very best for your for future endeavours and at Lumi, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks, I did know that it was was coming to an end. I, I I thought about whether it's you know after the Geelong game, but you know it's funny. The Dreamtime game is such a special game. I thought it was a, a significant moment that I'd really like to go out and you know I know Toby Nankervis, our, our other captain with Dylan, was was going to play, and it was just important to me that I. I think I had that that final piece of that puzzle that he did play in my final game and it's just the way it worked out. Um, look, obviously it would have been great if we hadn't won the game, but the fact of is we didn't, but it hasn't soured my journey anymore. Um, it was just time. Like I said, it was time for a different voice. You know, I've pushed every button I can. I've tried to cook the sausages a thousand different ways and I couldn't find a thousand and one. So I think the players deserve a new voice that will hopefully give them that spark to hopefully lead to something that could be pretty special this year. And I know a lot of people have jumped off the Tigers, but I still maintain that, you know, if a bit of luck along the way, they're still very, very capable of doing what they need to do. It's a tough gig being an AFL senior coach, but the support I think I've received from the majority of people has been absolutely outstanding and will forever go down as one of the great things that I've ever been. I've been fortunate enough to be in a lot of footy clubs, but by far the Richmond Football Club's been the love of my life. So... I thank you from the bottom of my heart. In all honesty, I'd rather leave too early, too late. Um, the, the club means so, so much to me, and I want to make sure that I leave the game loving the game, not resenting the game. But also I want to make sure that I leave this place just with the best feelings. You know, It's a celebration of what we've been able to achieve, but more importantly, a celebration of the people I've been able to meet. You know, I, came, I came here seeking silverware, but the reality is I walk away thinking how much the journey was and how great the journey was. Um, so I walk away incredibly happy about what we've achieved, but more importantly, the people I've met.
2: Uh, it was a common theme throughout the, the press conference today. It was about the people and, and not so much a success. And he spoke about when reunions happen, it won't really be about, hey, how good were we that day? It was about, hey, remember this, and remember what happened that time, and remember when they tried to sell Camden McIntosh's car at a preseason camp. So those memories are, are what's sticking with... Uh, Damien Hardwick. And you can't help but think that maybe the uh, events that played out at, at Hawthorne with Alistair Clarkson's tenure coming to an end and the ordinary manner in which that played out, that left a sour taste in everybody's mouth, putting aside what's currently going on with the investigation of Hawthorne, but the, the situation with Clarkson and, and where that left all and sundry and all parties involved, you can see that that's something that Damien Hardwick really wanted to avoid and not have to go through himself and he doesn't want to be in a place where he has anything but those feelings he talked about uh, when it comes to the the Richmond Footy Club. So as to why he's not going to be coaching this weekend and have a farewell game?
1: You know, it's sort of not me to to give the send-off sort of thing. I've I've had an incredible journey and I just think it's time to to step away and I'm actually looking forward to sitting down watching the game with my kids and... um, just to sit there and, and, and see what it's like, really. But uh, I just thought once I'd, I'd committed to, to stepping aside, it would be, not the right thing to do for me. I couldn't quite possibly give as, as much as I'd like to, and with the
2: prep. So, and then what about his future?
1: Oh, look, the, the biggest thing on my plate at the moment is just to, to decompress and, and let it all go. You know, i speaking to some of the players, and you know, Dustin suggested I go to Ibiza, and. <laughs> And, and Bakes suggested I go to Lake Grace, so it's somewhere in between where I'll find myself, but you know, I'm just looking forward to a break. It's been an incredible journey for 13 or 14 years, but it is very, very consuming. And you know, the, the job of AFL co- coach is, is very, very tough. Don't get me wrong, I love it to death, but the fact of the matter is I just need a break.
2: So Damien Hardwick today, uh, 13 and a half years and over 300 games, three premierships at the Richmond Football Club. He steps aside. And now, of course, all the conversations will be about who should be worried and what club might be on the phone. I think even Brendan Favola is saying that he reckons Carlton might have already... Um, so all of that's going to swirl around. And what does that mean for Stuart Jew and Ken Hinckley and this one and that one? And that will all be the conversations that come. But today has been a beautiful celebration on SEN especially uh, about uh, the career of Damien Hardwick uh, as, as a coach at the Richmond Footy Club um, and, and and remembering fondly uh, what they were able to achieve. Adam from St Kilda's wanting to do that as well. G'day, Adam. Oh, hello, Shane. Yes. Yeah, like Damien Hardwick and his
3: broken coach reserve reserved a couple of years ago for Premiership. Craig McCraig. They got the Hispanics, though, so where they moved the ball quickly with hand They've cut down a lot of high mark and close the gate. and are close and then they fall down to the ground. Uh,
2: yeah, just sort of losing you there. The phone line's um uh, chopping up there, Adam, and, and thanks for your call. But, yeah, um, I mean, we've heard Daniel Hoyne speak about uh, what he's done in the way that the game's analysed and the way that they have to now analyse and, and record on statistics in the game and the statistics that are mattering and making a difference uh, in the game and the impact he's had on that. But, yeah, certainly the way that footy's being played at the moment has been heavily influenced by what Richmond uh, did. Uh, so appreciate you uh, elaborating on that from your perspective. Harcourt's open line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six For all things real estate, speak to Harcourt's your move. Your Harcourts, 40 Winks, Temper text are coming through. Get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you. 40 Winks, serious about sleep. Uh, keep those coming through as well. On the other side of the break, um, John O'Rourke, the Richmond president, uh, was on with Andy and a little earlier. I'll play you uh, some of that uh, and his view on Damien Hardwick's decision. And then also on the future of Benny Gale was quite interesting as well. But before we do that, we need to do this. It's now time to check out what's happening in the world of greyhound racing. Joining me as always, Trent Langscale from GRV. G'day, Trent.
3: G'day to you, Sam. Been a little while and it's great to have a chat, especially with Australia's premier staying race for greyhounds taking place on Friday night.
2: Trent, there's plenty of intrigue in the feature race of the Sandown Cup Carnival after the four heats on Thursday night.
3: That's right, Sam. The $175,000 to the winner Group 1 Sportsbet Sandown Cup Final is set to be highly competitive. Untapped was victorious in last year's Sandown Cup final, and she is the $4 equal favourite. Untapped would be the sixth Greyhound to win successive Sandown Cups if she is successful on Friday night. The New South Wales trained Corburn Magic is the $4 equal favourite with Untapped. Corburn Magic was second in the Group 1 Bowl Trees final at Sandown Park in November. And third in the Group 1 Zoom Top at the Meadows in February.
2: Trent, you mentioned the equal favourites for the Sandown Cup final, but the chances don't stop there.
3: You're spot on, Sam. Zipping Orlando, another stayer trained in New South Wales, is currently rated a $4.80 chance. Zipping Orlando won the Group 1 Association Cup final at Wentworth Park last month and the final of the 7.15 at the Gardens in Newcastle earlier this month. Maureen Susie was triumphant in the Group One Top Gun stays at the Meadows in November, and she is a five dollar fifty hope. Quarter and first pick are currently sharing the next line of betting at eight dollars fifty. Quarter was third in the Group One Bowl Trees final in November while first pick won the Group 1 Galaxy Final at Cannington in Perth back in March.
2: Uh, don't forget, too, that Amron Boy and Kelsey Bale will be contesting the Group 3 Bill Collins match race on Friday night as well. So heaps going on, Trent, as there always is in the wonderful world of greyhound racing. Thanks for joining us and providing us with all the latest greyhound racing news.
3: Thank you, Sam. Remember, please gamble responsibly.
2: Greyhound Racing secures employment for more than four thousand Victorians, and you can now check out all the action live and free via the Watchdog app and the website. But uh, well, yeah,
0: I was as stunned and as, as shocked as uh, as any, I guess, supporter w- would be when um, Brendan gave me a call on Sunday night. Um, look, obviously, results hadn't been going our way or as as well as we would have liked through the year, but you know, we've we've been there before and. Had a very good dialogue with Damien and his football leadership group, you know, uh, with check-ins regularly over many years. And we've had many dips before as well. I I know uh, Gacy talked about those great highs, of of course, through the Premiership era. But even in those years, we had down periods. And, uh, you know, Damien is just tremendous in the way that he stays positive and resilient and you know, we, we we back him. We back his people. We work work our way through it, and he's got a great track record in turning these things around. Oh, look at you him, know, Brendan is just. I said it today. You know, he he was there uh, a few days after Damien joined, and the two of them, you know, the architects of of restoring Richmond as a powerhouse club on that off the field. You know, they they've just worked incredibly well together. You know, Brendan, I I think he is fully committed to uh to to richmond um yeah he he knows that uh again nothing is forever but for the time being you know we're we're delighted that he's uh he's doubling down with with richmond he's now got this challenge to to work uh with the with the coaching team and with the board on a new appointment uh we've got a big uh redevelopment project which brendan is passionate about so um you know i you know i think he's uh He's very committed to that for uh, for the near term, at least.
2: Uh, that's Richmond President John O'Rourke, who was with Andy and Gazy on uh, the run home earlier on this afternoon. Welcome back to the Macca's run, the quarter pounder, a classic for a reason. Uh, John O'Rourke speaking about uh, Damien Harbick's decision to stand down effective immediately, but also too on the future of Benny Gale, who's been linked with one of the uh, the footy uh, boss jobs at the AFL and also whether he would have um, a hand in uh, bringing Tasmania and oversee Tasmania being brought into the competition. Uh, as far as Brennan Gale's uh, concerned, though, this was his answer when asked about his future today.
1: I know nothing about that, Tom. That's just media speculation. Um, I'm committed to this next chapter of the Richmond Football Club, and, um, which all take ownership of, and, you know, that's my focus. Thank
2: you. Uh, Brennan Gale today, but he also spoke about what the process is from here, uh, from Richmond, to find their next coach.
1: Oh, look, This has all happened pretty quickly, John, so we'll work through that and, and um, redefine the attributes to be the Richmond coach for the next 10 years. The game's evolving, we want to find the next Damien Hardwick. We think we're a pretty attractive proposition, we're a strong club with a strong culture. We're pretty confident that uh, we've got an environment where a coach would thrive in our football club. So, Because of the selfless decision, it gives us the opportunity to to um, get ahead of that. and.
2: So, Brendan Gar looking for the next Damien Hardwick. So, that, does that mean they're going to be looking to hire an untried and a first-time senior coach, only time... We'll tell a couple other things that are making news today. George Wardlaw, who was taken at pick four uh, by North Melbourne in last year's draft, has extended his stay uh, to route to the end of 2026, so another couple of years after his initial two. Uh, so that's great news. Debuted on the weekend, 16 disposals, nine tackles, 31 pressure acts. Not so good news for Max Holmes at the Cats. He's going to have about three to four weeks off after needing knee surgery after the Uh, loss against the Dockers over the weekend. And Josh Kelly from the Giants is going to miss about four weeks with a hamstring injury. The Denver Nuggets are through to the NBA Finals after sweeping LeBron James and the Lakers for zip. They were trailing by about 15 points at halftime. The Nuggets, before they came back and won it, LeBron had a couple of chances to level it up and couldn't connect. So the Nuggets uh, go through, and uh, Aussie Jack White, part of that squad, not getting any bench time at the moment, but uh, is part of that squad uh, in Denver. Hey, uh, Off the Tee is up next. Nick Ahern is just limbering up, uh, going through his uh, pre-show routine. Uh, We're going to be dissecting and reviewing all the goings-on of the PGA Championship. So that's up next on Off the Tee. Big thanks for all your calls on the Harcourt's Open Line and all your texts on the 40 Winks temper text. Off the Tee is up next.